Are you ready to rock, boys and girls? Behold, it's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? It's the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Ow. Now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Ow. Presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel and coming to you live from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show, Nashville Sports Radio. Good morning, everybody. Greg, looks like he's going to be—he's uh, going to take a knee today. He's had some—he's having some voice issues again, uh, so he needs to rest his voice, obviously, for Tennessee State play-by-play uh, play and all that. So, kind of a last-minute. Uh, uh, situation there with Greg. So he is out today, but you got John Burton. That's me at John Burton 3234 on Twitter at John Burton 32 on Instagram. And of course, our producer, the man that runs the show, our five star general, Patton Cook, is here. Morning, Patton. How you doing, pal? Doing well. Uh, Dude, it is pea soup fog out sure there, is. and everybody is, uh, you know, as frustrated as I get, they're doing the right thing. If you're out there driving, it is really thick fog out there. Take it slow. I like the fact that it's 60 degrees and it's getting rid of all the snow we had and it's we're out of the deep freeze, but that comes with a price, right? Yeah. <laughs> the nicer, the, the nicer, warmer temperatures comes with some rain and some fog. I mean, uh, I, I know which one I'd rather have after mm-hmm. the hell I went through last week. Uh, not just the snow, but I tell you what, the... The piercing cold oh, that we man. had last it, week it was, as well. It, yeah, it was Good so dream. bad. It was so bad. I actually went out for a little bit last night. I got. I was able to get out of work early and, um, you know, hit a couple spots. And it was like everybody was just out there having a good time. And, you know, and, you know, was really happy. The happiest about it is are my friends working in the hospitality injury, industry because a, a lot of places cold is due to the cold. And, you know, they, they couldn't work, you know, so... Um, everybody was happy. Everybody was having a good time. <laughs> Shout out to Legends Corner. I was there, and I was it was it was elbow to elbow on a Wednesday night because everybody you know everybody had cabin fever because it was so dang cold. Yep. Um, and uh, so that was good, actually. You know, and uh, so we're ha- like I said, if you're out there right now, just just be careful, take it easy. You know, even though it drove me nuts because I left good and early, and I I literally got here as the open was rolling, so. Uh, let's check in with Greg Pogue, who joins us now. Greg, good morning. What's up? Hey guys, uh, I, 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 I was talking to Chris Sanders on the phone a minute ago and realized I, I don't want to go on the air sound like, okay. And so I, I, I pulled over and I'm in the Donaldson strike and spare family fun center parking lot calling you. Guys, I'm sorry. I'm sitting over here. Anyone's going to bring me breakfast or get me out of this? I can't talk anymore. Nah, don't so, worry about it. Rest the voice, man. It's all good. Man. Yeah, we got you. No, I, but, yeah, I'm, I mean, on the way in, I just, uh, I, the more I talk, the more I lose it. So I got. I went to Western Illinois last week, mm-hmm. and I'm going to Eastern Illinois this week. <laughs> oh, wow. So, Spanning the globe. So, well, thanks, guys. 
appreciate it. Yeah, no problem at all, Greg. Rest that voice, and uh, we'll hear you uh, later this week uh, on some TSU games. We look forward to that. So, See, see you guys. All right, bye-bye. Greg Pogue, uh, they're checking in, so he will not be with us today. But we soldier on, right, Patton? Absolutely. Um, and today is the dawning of a new era. The Titans' new head coach, Brian Callahan, will speak today at 1 o'clock press conference. I'm sure it's available for streaming. Just have mm-hmm. to look for it if you can't, you know. Well, obviously, you can't be there. You're not allowed to be there. <laughs> I'm going to try to go, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting out of town tomorrow, so I got a lot to do before then. So I'd like to go because I just think it's going to be entertaining. You oh, know, yeah. I just want to see... Kind of like what we were talking about yesterday. I w- I'm very interested to hear what Brian Callahan has to say. Obviously, his direction for the team, what he plans to do as head coach, how he plans to help develop Will Levis, because right, that's priority one for him. It's got to sure. be, right? Yeah, that's the main reason. I think he was hired, quite yeah. frankly, is the, the quarterbacks he's been around and has elevated even a Jake Browning that we saw last year. Yeah, and when we had Dan Horde, the voice of the Cincinnati Bengals, on a couple of days ago, I mean, he pointed that out. Just the fact that he and uh, and uh, the head coach Zach Taylor, you know, the fact that Burrow goes down and they plug Browning in, and they almost pretty much didn't skip a beat, and they stayed in playoff contention until the second to last weekend of the NFL season. So obviously, we, we want to hear what Brian Callahan was to, wants to say, has to say. But I also want to hear what Rand Carthon has to say with his new role. Yep. Executive Vice President and General Manager. Amy Adams Strunk laid it out yesterday in her press release, and you know, in the Titans press release, I should say, that, you know, it's it's his show, right? He has final say on the roster. It's coaching staff. Coaching staff, the whole deal. And Amy is giving him the keys to the to the franchise, basically. So listen, we don't know how it's going to turn out. And I said yesterday, and I'll say it again today, if he falls on his face, we'll rip him a new one. Nothing personal. I like Rand. Sure. I'm rooting for him. I hope it works out. But I like the fact that there is a an, an established organizational flow chart now. Amy's the controlling owner. Rand is the guy that's, like you said, in charge of the coaching staff, in charge of the roster, and you know, and Brian Callahan has to answer to Rand. Rand has to answer to Amy. We don't know how it's going to work out. Hopefully, you know, for Titans fans' sake, like yourself, it does work out and they, you know, become consistently good and, and, and start competing for championships here. But I never liked the the setup that we had last year with Vrabel and Carthon. Carthon's the GM, but he's not really the GM because Vrabel has a lot of say, maybe final say and everything. I didn't think from Jump Street it was going to work out, and I said so back then. I mean, not putting myself over but I said so back then. Here now, we understand what the direction is, right? We understand, again, I'll say it again, the organizational flow chart. And I think that's important because accountability is everything in this league. You have to be accountable, not to us in the media. We're just a bunch of talking heads and, you know, who cares, right? But you have to be accountable to your fans. Fans like yourself, Patton, deserve to know, okay, if this crap hits the fan, Who's responsible right. for this? Who's going to eat the poop burger when this doesn't go right? Who do we blame? Right. We don't want the Spider-Man meme where, you know, they're, right. they're, they're pointing at each <laughs> other, right? Exactly. Exactly, Who, yeah. And fans deserve that because, you know, listen, you spend your hard-earned money buying tickets and uh, merch, you know, jerseys and hats and parking and, and food and all that type of stuff. You spend, you know, you, sp- you, sp- 
you're you're a young guy. Yeah. You know, you just bought a house. You're getting married soon. You know, you have to be judicious in how you spend your entertainment dollar. You choose to spend a significant portion of your annual income on Titan season tickets. You and your family. It's it's and the it, only sports team I exactly like you don't to you know in the, in the city like you don't go to a lot of Preds games you know you cover Nashville SC for work sure and you're a soccer guy and I'm sure you enjoy it but your your release your you know outlet is Titans football so I just never liked the 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 setup last year and I and I think you know what I'm saying. I don't. Uh, I agree with you. The setup is weird, but I think the setup would have been a little bit better if they would have just flat out said, "Vrabel's got a lot of say on this roster, right. and we're right. get, we're giving him the keys for the season and see how he does." But they didn't do that, and I I think it put a lot of pressure. I don't know. It didn't put pressure on really anyone because no one no one officially knew what was going on over there, and I don't know if they wanted to play kind of cloaks and mirrors over there trying to right. throw everybody off. But yeah, you're absolutely right. Rand has got a lot of say for a second year GM. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know how many GMs. Well, you know, Amy's throwing him out in the deep end to sure see if is. he can swim. And uh, you know what? I'm all for it. Yeah. I, I don't know how many GMs have final say on coaching staffs. Uh, I, yeah, I think that's, that's a little, it's pretty unique. interesting, but um, Clearly, Brian Callahan was okay with that. He didn't see a need to take some of the under interviews he had scheduled up, and he's a hot candidate sure. in this league. But, uh, yeah, very excited for the presser. Excited to see the fireworks that uh, happen at St. Thomas. Well, Park. it's going to be entertaining. You know yeah. that. Oh, yeah. You know that. You know, certain people will see to that that it's yes. an entertaining press <laughs> conference because you're going to have you're going to have the media suck-ups that are going to try to get in good with the new guy early on, right? And then you're going to have the confrontational people. And we know who they are. No names, please. please. <laughs> uh, you know, so it'll it'll be entertaining. So I'm gonna try to make an effort to go there. We're, we're I'm working on some other stuff. You and I are working working on some other stuff uh, later today. But uh, yeah, and uh, you know, we talked about it yesterday. A- Amy's not gonna field questions. I I don't anticipate that. Do you? I do not. Uh, I hope she's there. She'll be least. there. She'll uh, be there. To announce that now she scurries off the podium after. That's fine. Right. Uh, she, but she, she, she'll she'll make a statement. She'll introduce Rand, and then she'll sit back down on the dais and she'll smile, you know, and 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 you know, and just everything else will be handled by Rand and Brian. Don't well, you think? then again, uh, as much power as she's giving to Rand, I think Rand Carthon has a pretty big responsibility, John. To I, I know we talked about it. I I think he handled. The last press conference with the Vrabel firing, okay. I, I think the vision yeah. question, I thought he handled extremely. That poor. was that was a bad look. I he's, he's got to make up for that today, yeah, right? He's he's got to put a lot of confidence in the fans because yeah, his job title is upgraded, right? And with upgrades become more expectations. So I, I think he's got a big, he's got some big shoes to fill in this press. Look, Rand's a smart guy, and I think he knows what he said at the last press conference, and I think he knows. Well enough. Hey, I got to get out here, and like you said, I have to send a message to the fans. Amy did yesterday with her statement. Yeah, she said, "I want to thank the fans for your patience. You deserve a championship, and we're going to deliver one to you." And Rand has to say something similar to that, to that today, doesn't he? Absolutely. He has to come out here, you know, and it doesn't have to be an elaborate fire and brimstone type of thing. Just like, listen, we are dedicated to building a championship team. We want to bring a Super Bowl championship here to Nashville. The Titans fans deserve it. And we will leave no stone unturned. We will work, to, you know, doggedly, you know, 
you know, the usual, whatever, blibbity, right. blobbity, bloobity. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It just, I, it's, it ain't that hard. But the, I, I will tell you later, he cannot have an answer like that today. Because uh, if he does. No, if he I, says, oh, well, I'm not going to tell you what our vision is. If he says that today, yeah, the, on the, the day you hire a new coach, three weeks after you fired, you know, a very good coach. The Wolves will be out. Yeah. But uh, yeah, very excited. It's a big day. And days like these, they bring you a little nervousness and excitement as a fan. Yeah, it it, it is because it's always like a it's always like a dual feeling, right? Because you want to be able you want this new head coach to to take command of that right. podium, take command of that room. You know, he hasn't won a game yet as Titans head coach. He's 0 and 0. Right? Yep. He's 0 and 0 and he's tied for first and he's tied for last. But he's got to win this press conference today. And to because be honest, there's still a lot of people walking around the Music City saying, why in the hell did they fire Mike Vrabel? Sure. And his resume is great. Uh, to be honest, I've heard him say maybe five words in yeah. some, of his, some of his interviews that I've kind of gone back and, and looked at. So I'm the personality is another thing. You don't really get to know that until settings like these. Right. Well, there's no question about it. And so, you know, and, and you know what? Like I said, Rand has to win this press conference today, too. Rand has to show... He has to he has to display, hey, I'm in charge. It's my show. You know, it's on me if we don't get it done. You know, put he has to he has to actually place the target on his chest himself and say, it's on me. I'm going, you know, here we go. And so yeah, I think it's gonna be a fascinating day out there today as Brian Callahan gets introduced uh formally, press conference today, one o'clock. I'm sure uh I'm sure the Titans website, TennesseeTitans.com, will probably stream that live, I would guess. YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, yeah, they, they're, all, exactly. they're all good to go today. Yeah, so they'll they'll so if you did if so you know, if you don't get a chance to listen to it live, you can probably go back and listen to it later on. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited uh for this new direction for the Tennessee Titans. I'm you know, not so much from a wins and loss and you know fans standpoint, sure. but I just want to see how this works out. I want to see, you know, because like I said, Amy's putting herself out there, and Rand is certainly putting himself out there. And, uh, you know, Brian Callahan, why don't we do this? Sometime this morning, we should replay the interview with uh, Dan Horde. Sure. Voice of the uh, Cincinnati Bengals, um, a guy that knows Brian Callahan very well. And uh, get you, if you if you didn't get a chance to listen to it a couple days ago, you know, Greg and I asked him about what kind of guy he is, what kind of coach we, you know, we can expect to have. But we want your thoughts. You know, what do you think about Brian Callahan? Are you excited? Are you nervous? Are you disgusted? What do you want to hear from Brian Callahan today? 615-844-5600. We'd love for you to... Uh, is our text line back up there, Patton? Still working on it? Working. <laughs> on it. <laughs> All right. We'll take your calls throughout the morning. Um, again, Greg out today having some voice issues, so he's going to take a knee. You got JB. You got Patton Cook here inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. Coming up, we'll head to Knoxville. We'll check in with our Vols insider, Ryan Callahan from Go Vols 24-7. And now, the fine folks at The Fence Man are on the air reminding motorists to slow down on our roads, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. It can wait. This message is courtesy of The Fence Man, your local fence builder for over 35 years. Call Johnny today for all your fencing needs at 615-498-0492. 615-498-0492. The Fence Man. The professionals who care. 
Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's super fast and easy, and I can cash out whenever I want. That's a total no-brainer. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code LIFT for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code LIFT. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code LIFT for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code LIFT. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. The package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. It's the McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Their offensive system is way outdated. It's, it's in the same folder with beepers, VHS, Super Tech Mobile, payphones. It's in the same category. Mr. Gaddy's Pizza Man Buffet. Great. Fantastic. It's in the same folder. Fantastic. I love that buffet. It was great. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Some shows make you rip out the dial. Greg and John make you rip out the whole radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Oh, yeah, let me clear my throat. Well, fortunately, Greg Poe couldn't clear his throat in time enough to be here today. He's out. Voice issues. John Burton, Patton Cook inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. Greg Poe, John Burton Show, presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel. We head up to Knoxville and check in a day early with our Vols insider from Go Vols 24-7, Ryan Callahan. Not Brian Callahan, the new Titans head coach who will give his introductory press conference today, but Ryan Callahan. What a day for the Callahans, Ryan. <laughs> no no relation, I can assure you, but 
but it will be fun to be able to do a double take every time the Titans game is on. Uh, like, wait, did he just say what I – oh, that's right, the coach. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. When I do my TV work, I'm going to have to, you know, I'm going to have to remember to write <laughs> Brian Callahan and not Ryan Callahan. How you doing, pal? <laughs> do, doing well. Yeah, out, out of the deep well. freeze? Yes, we are. We're uh, fi- kids finally back in school today. Uh, N- Knox County opened today two hours wow. because we were still out yesterday. So finally back to normal. And uh, yeah, I-, I was over there Monday for George McIntyre's announcement and saw that it was already starting to thaw out a lot of places. So I think you guys were maybe a little ahead of us in, in getting back to normal. But yeah, it's finally, uh, finally thawed out and-, and ready to go. I feel for your brother. I mean, those kids must have had cabin fever in the worst way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, let's talk about it. Uh, yeah, George McIntyre, another another day, another five-star recruit quarterback commits to the Vols. That's a huge get for Josh Heupel. Yeah, it's it's really hard to overstate the importance of this one because, uh, you know, that obviously the, the the story of the next couple of years is mostly going to be Nico Iamaliava and how, how, how far he can take this program, how much he can elevate them and, and kind of help. Can, can he make Tennessee a, a college football playoff team in the next two years? That, that kind of thing. But now this gives Tennessee a chance to prolong that window. You know, I think, I think without a guy like George McIntyre, I think a lot of people would have been wondering, okay, Tennessee, you know, it, it, even if they had some success uh, with, with Nico Iamaliava, a lot of people might say, is this, is this going to be a long-term thing or is this just because they had a generational quarterback? Now you've got another guy, at least in that, in that discussion in terms of talent, uh, currently a five-star in the 24-7 sports composite, as you mentioned, Ranked the number nine overall player on twenty four seven sports as well, which would which would make him a five star by signing day if he stays there. Um, that, that's that's the type of guy that gives you a chance to make this, uh, you know, Deshaun Watson to Trevor Lawrence kind of success. Yep. And that that gives you a, a chance to establish yourself as one of those top programs if these guys can reach their potential. So you don't want to put unfair expectations on these guys, but that's the reality. Is uh, I, I think as the as the 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 competition level continues to, to even out across the board uh, with the transfer portal at NIL kind of giving everybody a chance to have some players and making it hard for anyone to stockpile talent. It's going to come down to who's got the best quarterbacks more and more. And Tennessee now is set up great for the next several years with, uh, with a guy like McIntyre committed behind, coming in behind Nico Iamaliava. And don't forget Jake Merklinger that they just signed a four-star out of South Georgia that they're pretty excited about as well. So that's a really nice line of succession at the quarterback position. And maybe just most importantly, what he represents in state. I mean, this state has not traditionally produced a lot of big time quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. That has changed pretty quickly the past few years, from Ty Simpson to guys like Kenny Minchie, uh, Brock Glenn last year. Uh, some some good quarterbacks, Marcel Reed coming out of this state, and now George McIntyre, as his as he's currently ranked, is the highest ranked quarterback prospect to come out of this state in the modern era. Wow! And now he's headed to Tennessee. So just huge for what he could represent to Tennessee as his commitment video showed. If you saw that Monday, mm-hmm. he did a really good, really good job with that. Tom Brady, Tom Brady's production company actually put that together. Uh, but he, he did a really good job of presenting that. And that's, that kind of shows what he could mean. If he's a homegrown kind of Peyton Manning like figure, I mean, just imagine oh. what, what his career is going to be like at Tennessee. Yeah. Peyton Manning is a made man in this state and you know, he didn't win a Heisman, didn't win a national championship. So if uh, if McIntyre could do either one of those things, the sky's the limit. But I think this goes to show what a great recruiter Heupel is because, like I said, I mean, you know, McIntyre could have had his pick of places to go, and he chooses Tennessee, which already, as you said, has a five-star recruit quarterback in Nico Iamaliava 
for at least the next couple of years. And George seems, you know, perfectly content to bide his time. And when it's his turn, he can take over. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, this shows the value of, of having an offense like, like Josh Heifel's, because I think without that, this is a harder sell for Tennessee. Uh, now, this is a make no mistake, George McIntyre, you know, his, his grandfather, of course, is the late George McIntyre that coached at Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, he, on his mom's side of the family, a lot of orange blood over there. His mom is a Tennessee graduate. His sister's currently a student at Tennessee. And he's got a lot of people on that side of his family that went to Tennessee also and are big fans and wanted to see him there. So make no mistake, he's got a, he's got a lot of Tennessee ties in his family. But he's not the type of kid that grew up just dreaming of playing there. It wasn't. Uh, even though it was presented that way, you know, in, the, in that video, it sort of makes it seem that way. I don't think that was the case where the minute they offered him, it was going to be hard to beat out Tennessee. I think if this is a Jeremy Pruitt offense, for instance, not to, not to just take a, uh, an unfair jab at him. I'm not sure, though, it's as easy of a sell for Tennessee in that position because they weren't known for offense uh, as much. Even in the Butch Jones era, maybe a little bit differently. Uh, this, you know, he knows Josh Heupel's offense is putting up big numbers uh, with very few exceptions throughout his tenure as an offensive coordinator and as a head coach. And, and it just opens the door to, to be able to recruit a good quarterback in every class. Uh, you know, they, they still are going to have to answer some questions long-term and get somebody drafted high, I think, to, to be able to kind of shake that perception that there's some, some things about this offense that maybe don't translate as well in terms of producing early draft picks. But, hey, they're showing right now that, that obviously with Nico and now with George McIntyre coming in two years later, uh, th- this is an offense that can sell and, and can bring in good quarterbacks and, I think that's definitely what, what opened the door for Tennessee. And then, again, give that staff credit. They, they did a great job of recruiting him every time they had a chance to go out on the road. Brentwood Academy was one of their first stops. You know, Josh Heifel's in town for the season opener against Virginia back in September. Mm-hmm. Where, is he the night be- where is he the night before? Not with his team. On the sideline at Brentwood Academy on the first day of the fall evaluation period, watching George McIntyre play. So they made him a huge priority, and I think that was reflected in the fact that they were able to to win this battle, and they were going to win it even before Nick Saban left Alabama. That's the impressive part. I think he was going to Tennessee even before that coaching change made it much easier for him to pick Tennessee over Alabama. Ryan Callahan is our guest at Ryan Callahan 247 on Twitter. X, GoVols247.com. And Ryan, also, I read this, and this is true too, right? The trickle-down effect. You know, all the good skill position players want to go to where they have good quarterbacks. So, you know, the the potential Nico to McIntyre handoff, that's going to help a lot of these top-end four- or five-star wide receivers, uh, running backs, and even offensive linemen want to come to Tennessee because, hey, I know I got a quarterback that I can I can ride with. Yeah, but it definitely makes a difference, and I, I think you're, you're going to see – this will be a good test case for how much you can have coattails in recruiting and, and bring some players with you because – Nico Iamaliava, I think some people thought at the time when, when he committed to Tennessee that a lot of people were going to follow him. And as it turned out, Tennessee had a little bit of trouble getting elite receivers to come with him. They right. only ended up with one, one Nathan Leacock in that class. Offensive line recruiting was just okay at that time. Uh, it was a little bit harder. I think part of the reason is he's across the country, mostly recruiting kids on the eastern side of the country that he didn't really have a relationship with before. George McIntyre is a different case completely because he's right here in Tennessee He's been on a lot of visits where he's crossed paths with guys. I'll, I'll give you an example. Five-star offensive tackle David Sanders out of Charlotte, North Carolina, the number two player in the country right now. George McIntyre's been on visits to Alabama and Tennessee, if not other schools, with David Sanders and crossed paths with him there. So he already knows him, has a relationship. Tennessee's already in that, in that recruitment quite a bit. Getting George McIntyre helps with a guy like that. So it's not just, yeah, the perception of a five-star quarterback. Certainly that's big. 
but also there's there's some genuine relationships there. And then in-state, George McIntyre's a seven-on-seven teammate of a few guys Tennessee's already pursuing, and, and he's, uh, he's also a basketball player, so he knows some players from the AAU circuit that mm-hmm. are also big-time football prospects. So he's going to ha- carry a lot more weight, I think, in the key areas that Tennessee recruits, and that's a big deal. But it's also the NIL era, and let's face it, most players looking out for themselves these days. Sure. So I think – so I think this will be a good test case. How much how much can a five star quarterback convince other kids to join him in the NIL era? I think it I think it definitely helps Tennessee though for sure. And to your point, opens a lot of doors to know that players don't have to worry about the quarterback position. You know, receivers know they can catch passes from a big time quarterback and offensive linemen know they're gonna be playing in a productive offense. Anything else cooking on the recruiting trail? It's uh you know, coaches are on the road right now. Uh it's, it's it's, it's still weird. Uh, the last few years, it's, you know, we've had to get used to this new world where National Signing Day just doesn't mean a whole lot. Right. Uh, so, <laughs> so that there's so coaches are on the road. There are things happening, but their stops are almost exclusively aimed at the 2025 class right now and future classes. So you're checking on George McIntyre and players in his class, and you're you're mostly lining up visits for junior days coming up. So sure. it's just so different compared to compared to what we had six, seven years ago when coaches were out on the road this time of year, more so trying to finish their classes. Now, it's, uh, you know, Tennessee looks like they're probably done in the 2024 class, and it's on to the next year. But, yeah, the transfer portal's slowing down. You know, we'll see if the Michigan coaching change uh, results in some, some players entering the portal that will be in play later. But Tennessee's already started the spring semester, so that will be winding down here pretty soon as far as being able to bring players in. Uh, it looks like we're kind of reaching that, uh, that that slower time of year where it's all about just getting players on campus in the in the junior class and starting to to completely focus on that group as opposed to finishing 2024. Brian Callahan is our guest. Switching gears, Ryan, talking a little men's basketball. Uh, impressive performance uh, in the win over Alabama last weekend. Uh, you know, this was an Alabama team that was, I believe, the highest scoring team in the country, averaging about 90 points a game. They hold them to 71 and they beat them by 20. And Connect has been fantastic, and we've talked at nauseum about him, and I'll probably ask you about him again before we're through today. But overall, team-wise, man, I mean, is this, you know, is this as good as you've seen a total team from the men's basketball team in in, in a while since you've been covering them? Yeah, it's it, it's it's right up there. You know, it's hard to say which is which is better when it comes to to this type of team. Right. I mean, like the Jordan the, Bone Admiral Schofield, you know, yeah. Grant Williams team. They were fun. But this team seems a lot more athletic. Yes, uh, I, I think that's that's the difference. You got just more more depth, and just a and, and and fans, I think, are starting to believe. You know that so much has been made, obviously, of Rick Barnes' March resume, and right. you know, can he take can he take a team past the Sweet Sixteen, uh, which he's, he's struggled to do for a lot of his career. I, you know, fans are starting to buy in and believe this team can maybe do more than that. And it's because of what you're talking about. It's that this is a fun team to watch. They score a lot of points, and they're capable of that when Dalton Connect is scoring especially. And they have depth. They have real serious depth um, where you know they've, they've been healthy for the most part, nothing serious in terms of long-term injuries. But if they were to lose somebody, they've got some other guys that could probably step in and be okay. So it's, it's, a, it's a pretty deep team, and um, they, as, long as, as long as they keep Dalton Connect and some of those other top guys on, you know, kind of firing on all cylinders, this is going to be a tough team to beat. Come March, so I think some people are starting to buy in and think this team is just is just different. But yeah, it's, it, it is an interesting comparison, sort of this team versus the ones that were maybe a little more elite defensively, um, because that when Tennessee's scoring so much, they're giving up more points to go along with that. So it is hurting the defensive production a little bit. But man, they're 
they're taking care of business right now, and they're showing they're certainly the team to beat right now in the SEC. What about Connect, SEC you know, Player of the Week, obviously? I mean, the guy just... You know his consistency has been has been you know really remarkable, and I know I know I know we talked about this last week, but uh, you know when you get deep in March, you need that guy that can get a bucket, and he you know when you really need one, and he seems to be that guy. There are certainly other guys on this team that are capable of doing that, but it's pretty clear he's the go-to guy when it's when it's crunch time. Of course, they've been you know they've been blowing teams out lately, but you know you figure the competition's going to get a lot tougher, especially when you get into March. It's good to know that they have a guy, a go-to guy like Connect. Yeah, and and, and I'll still be interested in seeing because a lot of the down games that he had uh, earlier in the season were when he was dealing with that injury or you know that there was something going on in, in each of those games where he didn't score as much. So I'll be interested, interested in seeing if someone can either have a have a great defender that can slow him down a little bit or just you know pay him so much attention that that, that they can finally slow him down and or if Tennessee is going to have enough counter punches to that because you're going to see teams throw everything at them the rest of the way especially in March so that that'll still be a little bit of a test but man the way he's playing it's it's hard not to envision this continuing in some form or fashion I mean even even Saturday against Alabama 8 of 20 from the field solid day in terms of percentages Mm -hmm. one of six from one of six from three-point range though the threes weren't falling the way they were the previous three games still ends up with 25 points so he's finding a way to score no matter what happens and that's that's when you know that that's the sign obviously of a great score that's gonna that's gonna be hard to slow down for anybody they face and uh, I think he's a good enough guy distributing the ball that you know even if they double team and things like that he's gonna be able to find the open man uh, it, it's going to be a real challenge for other teams to to slow him down the way he's been playing lately. But yeah, when he's healthy, when he's on, he's he's just a different type of player from what we've seen at Tennessee in recent memory. And he's you know if he keeps this up, and I'll be fascinated to see how long this kind of scoring streak of 25 plus continues. Um, if he keeps this up, he's obviously in the discussion for the best offensive players you know Tennessee's had in, in program history, and they wow. have some pretty good ones. Yeah, definitely. Uh, women's hoops, it's weird saying it, right? Because, you know, they beat a team they almost never lose to. But that win by the Lady Vols over Vanderbilt, because Vanderbilt's coming on, man. They are they're getting it together. Shea Rouse got them going. That was a big win for Tennessee. I mean, that you know, Kelly needed that win uh, last week, no? She definitely did, and, and, and this team did, and they're they're uh, you know they're starting to build some confidence. I think starting to feel feel a little better about themselves than certainly they were a month ago or so uh, when they had some of those tough non conference losses. Up to twelve and six now, five and one in SEC play. Um, they're they're not in a terrible spot now. It's just uh, it's been such an uphill battle because of the the, the work they did during uh, during the non conference portion of the season. But yeah, that was a big one for Tennessee to. To, to pull out the win in that one, they had, they had obviously gone to, to Mississippi State before that and gotten a win mm-hmm. uh, after losing losing at Texas A and M. So um, off to a good enough start in, in, in SEC play that uh, obviously they're they're back in uh, in more serious discussion for being an NCAA tournament team, and that's where they needed to be. So this this start to the to the SEC schedule was huge for them. Uh, they needed to sort of uh, get that target off their backs. They were going to be the, the target of a lot of talk of coaching changes and things like that if it had gotten wow. any worse yeah. in SEC play. Now that's at least, you know, been pushed down the road for now while, while this team, you know, continues to sort of figure out who they're going to be. But it looks like a team that's certainly capable of playing in March and uh, and making it to the NCAA tournament and having a chance to, to do something there if they keep playing the way they have recently. It's not a dominant team, right. but they're starting to figure out how to win some games. And, and that was a big one, like you said, to, to hold off Vanderbilt with the way they've been playing lately. Ryan, always great to talk to you, my man. Appreciate the time. Absolutely. Thanks a lot. All right, there he goes. Ryan Callahan, Go Vols 24-7.
This is the part where Greg says, we're wide open until the top of the hour. You want to give us a call, you can. 615-844-5600. Stay with us. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. Bob Steak and Chop House, located in the Omni Nashville Hotel, is a nationally renowned steakhouse specializing in the finest corn-fed Midwestern prime beef. The menu formula is simple. Incredible meat, gigantic shrimp, fabulous salads, and decadent desserts. Start your experience at Bob's with the fried calamari or fresh scallops seared in Texas burnt honey. All the beef at Bob Steak and Chop House are USDA prime cuts from the traditional fillet of tenderloin and ribeye to the adventurous Kansas City bone-in strip. They even have two different surf and turf options. And if you're looking for the other white meat, Bob Steak and Chop House serves a dry-aged pork tomahawk with homemade applesauce. Fresh seafood is on the menu from salmon to scampi and even fresh lobster tail. For reservations, give them a call or log on to the Omni Nashville Hotel website. Bob Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. Want even more excitement on game day? It's time to get on Prize Picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you could win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks. And with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, Prize Picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Sweat it out. Watch your entry update in real time. And continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. Take your game day experience to the next level with prize picks. And right now, you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime. Prize picks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for more details. And now, Musgrove Metal Fabrication and Roofing is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by Musgrove Metal Fabrication and Roofing, backed by 45 years of experience. For all your residential or commercial metal and shingle roofing needs, give the pros a call today at 615-414-8466. 615-414-8466. That's Musgrove Metal Fabrication and Roofing, going the extra mile for safety. They're professionals who care. The TSU men's basketball squad came through a challenging non-conference schedule with a winning record and now turned their attention to Ohio Valley Conference play. The Tigers kicked off a run of 18 league games over a nine-week period through February, leading the OVC Championship March 6th to the 9th at the Ford Center in Evansville. And part of that, nine league home games at the Gentry Center. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson and me on all the games this season right here on National Sports Radio. You're listening to the Greg Pogue and News Channel 5 John Burton Show. Text or call the show at 615-844-5600 and tell John that Jordan is better than LeBron.
A reminder, tomorrow we'll be broadcasting live from Roy's Meat Service, one of our great new sponsors here at WNSR. We're uh, looking forward to that. I'm hoping to make that remote. I may have to now if Pogie's voice is still uh, uh, cranky. I got a, I got a busy day tomorrow. I got, I'm flying out, flying home uh, tomorrow afternoon. So, uh, but uh, one way or another, we'll be there. Roy's Meat Service. Shout out to Roy's Meat Service. We love you guys. Thanks for being on board with us. We're really looking forward to uh, being out there live tomorrow. Uh, we'll do our show nine to eleven. Billy's not there tomorrow, is he? Patton? No, no. Okay. <laughs> you kidding me? You imagine that? <laughs> He's got his remote next week. I, I got. I'm taking home some ground turkey. I'm gonna cook it up on the grill. Lash pot. <laughs> so yeah, make sure you check us out tomorrow. Roy's Meat Service in beautiful East Nashville. Uh, Brian Callahan. We just heard from Ryan Callahan. Brian Callahan, the new head coach of the Titans, will address the media this afternoon at 1 o'clock. Should be a very enter- entertaining day. Uh, want to hear from him. and Definitely want to hear from Rand Carthon now that he's been elevated from general manager to executive vice president and general manager with basically control the roster coaching staff at all. So Amy's putting a lot on his plate. Meanwhile, Jim Harbaugh heading west mm-hmm. to the Sandy. I keep saying that the Los Angeles Chargers. Listen, Jim Harbaugh is kind of a sleazy guy. He's kind of a creepy guy, and he's a really weird guy. But he's a damn good football coach, and I think it's a good fit. You know, he's got some good, talented players there. I know they say, well, it's kind of an aging roster, but he's got the one thing you need, and that's a franchise quarterback in Justin Herbert. And when you look at what he did at Michigan, listen, it took him a while, but. Mission accomplished, right? He stopped Ohio State's dominance over Michigan, beat them three straight times. I know he got suspended twice in one year, but, you know, an undefeated national championship season. I'm sure he feels like, all right, my work is done. We've been hearing for at least the last three, four years that he wanted to eventually go back to the NFL because he feels like he's got a lot of unfinished business there. So you can't fault him for leaving. I'm sure Wolverines fans are disappointed, but... He can, you know, he, that's a mic drop, what he just did. Sure you is. know, winning the natty, undefeated season. Peace out, Michigan man, out. Yeah, roster wasn't going to be what it was last year for Michigan. Uh, a lot of guys to clear for the draft, yeah. including J.J. McCarthy and Blake Corum, really two guys that yeah. led that football team. And sure. You don't really know what the NCAA is going to come up with mm-hmm. on, the, uh, on the cheating front, so that is interesting, but... I, I got to say him, whether he wanted to wait or not, uh, maybe the NFL teams made him wait. I, I think this is a great job for him. Uh, I yeah. think job, either one or two, depending on how you look at it, some of the other jobs around the league, I think this is one or two on that stretch because you got the quarterback. and uh, Justin Herbert has had his issues, I think, but the sky's the limit. He's got all the talent I, in the world and yeah. he's got a lot of weapons. You could win a team. championship with Justin Herbert. Sure I know can. a lot of people say, you know, I'm one of those people. I'm a I'm a Justin Herbert believer. I think this this kid can ball, and you know if you build around him, give him the right coaching, you can go a long way with him. Because the Chargers were a colossal disappointment last year. I had yep. them easily making a wild card. Probably I had them finishing second in the division. You know, and uh, that's not going to work. But that's going to, you know, that didn't work. I should say, but that's going to be. I mean, you look at the coaches in the AFC West, right? Harbaugh. And uh, Antonio Pierce with the Raiders, and of course Andy Reid with the Chiefs, and Sean Payton with the Broncos. So that's that should be a fun division uh, going forward. Meanwhile, 
Are we, is there a possibility that Bill Belichick may not get hired? The greatest coach of all time is sitting out there available. You know, I know he's had a couple of interviews with the Falcons, but from what you're hearing, like Arthur Blank, the owner, wants him, but the rest of the front office, they don't want him because they know when he comes in, he's going to come in like the Tasmanian devil. Clean house. He's going to clean house. And, yeah, I think a lot of people covering their own asses, they don't want him you know, to be there. If I'm Arthur Blank, though, I got to say, listen, I'm the owner. I got a chance to bring in, you know, the greatest coach of all time, a guy that, you know, coached in nine Super Bowls and won six. You know, this is a business guy. Sorry, this is our guy. And they were scheduled to have an interview with another Jim Harbaugh if he didn't yeah. get the job in L.A. So it's really kind of Rabel. It's Rabel's had two inter- interviews there too, right? Has, and he is scheduled today to meet with the Carolina Panthers mm. uh, today. So, yeah. I, Would Rabel want that job? I mean, that's a lot of cleanup you got to do there. I, yeah. I'm not I'm not sold on Bryce Young. And no first-round pick this year. Your number one overall he pick. He doesn't is, want that job, does Frable doesn't want that job, does he? A little desperate, John. He's he's fine. He could sit out for a year and do broadcasting and make almost as much money as he, he would coaching. You know, he could spend, you know, him and Jen can go vacation and just have a good time. I mean, I don't know. The fact he's interviewing for it makes me, I, I don't know, makes me question a little bit. I agree with you. I don't see much. In that job, you do like Bryce Young. I Okay, because I think that's a big reason why he's not here. Yeah. Is because, like I said, and uh, like I said, I, trust but me. But maybe people, they'll give him the keys to the to the castle over there. Well, Rod Tepper, I mean, what do you give, uh, uh, what's his face? Um, guys at Nebraska now, or what? Matt Rule. Matt Rule, thank you. He's getting old. He gave Matt Rule a seven-year contract. Yeah. He'd probably give Vrabel a 10-year contract. <laughs> Well, Harbaugh's getting a five-year contract with the Chargers. They went in-house with their GM hire, which uh, raised some eyebrows over there. But yeah, there's—I I don't know. I, you, and you, we talked about their OC yesterday. Why is he getting jobs? Doesn't look like he's maybe going to go anywhere. We'll see. But uh, still, some jobs to be filled. But they're starting. Uh, yeah, the trickle-down effect is yep. starting. I mean, you know, and you still got major candidates. That's what I'm saying. Ben Johnson the with the Lions. Yep. You know. McDonald, uh, D, D coordinator yep. for the Ravens. Right. So, but it seems like the trend is, is go, go with an offensive guy. And that's what the Titans certainly did. Wow. It's a, yeah, this coaching carousel, as they like to call it, is, uh, is really heating up. Hey, you can give us a call 615-844-5600. We'll come back, wrap up our number one next. Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com. Or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. We all make resolutions this time of year, and let's face it, most of them won't stick. But here's one that's not only easy to keep, but will help you feel healthier all year long. Navage. Navage provides quick, drug-free nasal relief by washing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. This time of year, when everyone is sick, Navage helps by sucking out germs, bacteria, and viruses trapped in our noses that cause us to feel miserable. And come allergy season, it does the same with dust, pollen, and other allergens. 
And unlike medications that can take time to help, if they're effective at all, Navage helps treat congestion symptoms in seconds flat, without drugs. This New Year's resolve to use drug-free Navage to help you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier all year long. Ask for Navage at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, or find us online at navage.com. Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. Michael Fabiano here, and if you want even more excitement on game day, it's time to get on prize picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you can win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks, and with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, prize picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Watch your entry update in real time and continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. And right now, when you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime, PrizePix is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prize picks. Daily fantasy sports made easy. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for details. And now for today's winning cash three and cash four numbers from the Tennessee Lottery. The first number is the number you just thought of. The second number is the number you would have picked. The third number is the day of your wedding anniversary. And the fourth number. They're only lucky numbers if you decide to play them. Cash three and cash four, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game changing fun. Please play responsibly. Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5 and the Greg Pogan John Burton Show. And I'm former All Pro linebacker for the Tennessee Titans, also known as Mr. Monday Night Keith Book. And I'm Patton Cook. We're inviting you to join us every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 for What's Good with KB and JB, the podcast show. All live on Nashville Sports Radio and all streaming platforms. We talk Titans, we talk SEC football, we talk NBA, we talk everything, and we also get a little petty from time to time. Make sure you join us. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show, or as we call it, Two Men and a Baby. Once again, a reminder, tomorrow, live at Roy's Meat Service in East Nashville, we'll be there. Greg Pogue, John Burton Show. Coming up, uh, we're going to replay our interview with the voice of the Cincinnati Bengals, Dan Horde. Uh, Had a lot of good things to say about Brian Callahan, the new head coach of the Tennessee Titans, and I understand... Uh, Brian Callahan is in the building at uh, Ascension St. Thomas Sports Park. Is that correct, Patton Cook? It is. The Titans uh, posted on social media him getting off the uh, luxury van. Oh, I love when they that, do that. That they picked him up in. The yeah. kids are off. Uh, his son, uh, Brian's son, he was the first one off that van. He sprinted <laughs> in the building. He's pumped. He's ready He's to go. He's ready to go. Yeah. You know, from a personal side, listen, you know, we're going to, he's going to be judged on wins and losses and, you know, if he wins, we're going to praise him. If he loses, we're going to rip him a new one professionally, not personally. But right. from a personal standpoint, what an exciting day. Just, you know, yep. 39 years old, you know, about to become a head coach in the National Football League for the first time. Something he would have dreamed about, I'm sure, you know, decades ago. Grew his, up in this league, yeah, probably. Yeah, exactly. I mean, his dad was, you know, was a former head coach with the Raiders and, you know, a well argued, you know, it's either him or Munchak as to who's the best offensive line coach. And the NFL, trust me, they are very, very nervous in Cleveland right now that, uh, you know, uh, Brian's going to pluck his dad and to bring him here 
because he's such a done such a great job with the Browns offensive line. But uh, I've heard I have heard some reports that he's staying in Cleveland, so okay. we'll find out. I'm sure he'll be asked about that today, and uh, you know, going forward. But you know, I'm excited for Brian Callahan from a personal standpoint. I mean, this is a day he would have dreamed about, yep. you know, probably since he was a kid, and now it's being realized. And uh, you know, if he gets it right, like I said, you know, the Titans they've got some they've got some things to work with. They got a lot of cap space. They're going to have eight draft picks. They're going to have a top 10 uh, first-round pick, correct? Correct, yeah. Where are they picking? The eighth? Seventh. Seventh, right after my Giants. Indeed. All right, so that'll be that'll, that'll be a fun part of the draft, seeing who the Giants Your draft. Your Giants is. better not take, uh, I don't know. I, we, I, we won't get into it too much, but yeah, you can easily <laughs> mess up my summer, John Burton. Well, you know, listen, just remember, it's business. Nothing, Nothing personal. personal. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> You know, your team's like one recently. My team is is struggling. But anyway, so an exciting day for him. Again, one o'clock, the press conference. I'm sure you can uh, stream it. Like you said, social media, I'm sure we'll have the stream if you uh, have the uh, free time to uh, check it out or you can go ch- uh, check it out later. But uh, And it's one of those where, I mean, week eight, you're not going to listen to all of Mike Vrabel's press conference. No. No. You're you're gonna want to. You're gonna, yeah, you're gonna be to, plugged if you're a fan like yeah. yourself. You're gonna be plugged into the Absolutely. whole thing because you want to hear what he has to say. You want to you want to see what he looks like at the podium. Sure. Does he have a commanding presence? Because you got to know is this guy going to be the leader of men that we need to get us going here? Right? Yeah. Do I need to take my heart medicine uh, moving forward, or can, can I rest easy at who, who's in charge? Now, just fair warning here. A few years ago. When the Giants introduced Joe Judge to be their next head coach, I was all in. I was like, this is the guy. <laughs> we are back. Big Blue Football is back. And he turned out to be the biggest clown piece of you know what. Yeah. So, you know. What about but, Ben McAdoo? What, what was his presser like? Well, he wore a suit that was like four sizes too big <laughs> on him. And he stumbled and mumbled his way. It was the most awkward thing. Oh, boy. Because the whole situation was awkward because the. Tom Coughlin, quote-unquote, retired. He gave his outgoing press conference, wouldn't even look John Mara in the eye or shake his hand. That was awkward. (laughs) And then you bring in McAdoo, who I guess had lost some weight, but he didn't get his suits retailored. And he had that oversized suit, and he just he looked like a total clown. And I remember thinking, this better work. First year, they went 11-5, and made the playoffs, and then he halfway through the second year, he was out. (laughs) And he benched Eli Manning, and it was a disaster. So... You know, looks can be deceiving, but uh, we'll take your phone calls. Uh, up next, a replay of our interview with Dan Horde from Cincinnati Bengals Radio. Stay with us. Another hour of this, whatever this is, coming up. AM 95.9 FM Brentwood Nashville 107.9 FM Smyrna Nashville's first 24-hour sports station WNSR Nashville Sports Radio ABC News I'm Sherry Preston new data this morning on the U.S. economy which is growing at a stronger pace than most economists had predicted it would here's ABC's Jim Ryan even in the face of inflation and high interest rates consumers are driving advances in the GDP 
The fourth quarter of 2023 saw a 3.3% increase, according to the advance estimate. For the entire year, gross domestic product was up more than 3% over 2022. Russia and Ukraine each trading accusations over the crash of that military transport plane. Moscow says it was carrying more than 60 Ukrainian prisoners of war and was shot down by the Ukrainian forces. The flight recorders from the plane have reportedly been found, but not analyzed yet. United and Alaska Airlines may soon put their Boeing 737 MAX 9 planes in the air now that the FAA has released a detailed inspection checklist for mechanics. Ten months from Election Day, President Biden says he does expect Donald Trump to be the person he'll face in the fall. This is ABC News. Give the star in your life the brightest gift in the world. Name a star after them. This is Rocky Moselle with International Star Registry. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit starregistry.com, you can name a star for birthdays, weddings, or even memorials. Over 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities and individuals from around the world. The star you name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit starregistry.com or call 800-282-3333. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out. Maxed out cards. Rent is due. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. Maybe we should go to 27cash.com. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000, and cash can hit our bank account as soon as tomorrow. When you need extra cash, go to 27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com. WNS. Do you ever feel like gambling is causing financial strain or hurting your relationships? The Gambling Clinic has been helping people who want to change their gambling habits for over two decades. With physical clinics and remote online appointments, we're here to help you make informed decisions about your gambling so it doesn't lead to a bigger problem. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com so we can work together to help you win your life back. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. Attention business owners. WNSR has some exciting opportunities for your business to thrive in the dynamic world of sports radio advertising. As the proud home of some of your favorite sports teams like the Atlanta Braves, Memphis Grizzlies, and more, we understand the power of sports in bringing people together and creating a passionate community. We believe that your business can become an integral part of this experience, reaching a diverse and engaged audience. Contact the WNSR sales team for an opportunity to discuss how Nashville's Sports Radio can elevate your brand to new heights. Whether you're interested in a specific sponsorship package or would like a customized solution, we are here to meet your advertising needs. Call 615-844-1039, 615-844-1039, or email saleswnsr at gmail.com. That's saleswnsr at gmail.com. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Wow, those guys are still on. Are you ready to rock, boys and girls? Behold. It's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? Welcome back to the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Ah. 
Oh. Now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Hour number two of our radio program. Greg Pogue, John Burton Show. Greg, uh, out today, having voice issues again, so he wants to rest his voice. So you got John Burton, Pat and Cook, inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. We are presented by the beautiful, luxurious, pristine, five-star Omni Nashville Hotel. Man, I stayed at the Omni New Year's Eve and just had a great time. They let uh, they let me and my buddy check in early, so we went to bar lines, watched the watched the football games all day, and then you know we got ready to go out. Went out downtown New Year's Eve, the whole deal. And uh, what a what a fabulous fabulous place the Omni Nashville Hotel is. Love that place. Shout out Music City Todd and everybody there. Back again next week, I believe. Yeah, that's right. So we're we're taking this show on the road. We're at yeah. Roy's Meat Service tomorrow. Uh, don't forget nine to eleven. Shout out to Roy's, and then the following Friday. We'll be back at Kitchen Notes, correct? Mm-hmm. For our first Friday of the month. So, on the road uh, again. On the road again. You know, and uh, picking with the pickers, we are uh, winding down. Yes. Seems like just yesterday we started picking with the pickers, presented by Tim Leeper Roofing. So, um, you know, it's bittersweet when the football season winds down. It's a grind. You know, I, lo- I love covering football. I love watching it. But when it's over, it's kind of nice to just be like, <sighs> you know, <laughs> I get it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's the past couple Titan seasons. Quite frankly, it's been a deep sigh of relief after that. 17th. Doesn't the NFL suck when your team's not playing well? It really does. It sucks. Yep. Because the way it's covered now with these talking heads and you know one bad game, oh he's the worst of all time. And, you know the the way it's covered now. If your team's not winning, it sucks. And it's hard to believe they only play once a week. It feels like they play every single day because yeah. you just carry around this, boy, we are in a bad shape right now in week four and you're exactly. one and three. Well, you know, as has been my experience, when, you're, when your team, you know your season's done yeah. before Halloween. That's, <laughs> a, that's a lonely feeling yeah. deep inside. Anyway, uh... Uh, we got the championship games coming up on Sunday. You can watch the AFC championship game. Chiefs at Ravens, 2 o'clock kickoff on News Channel 5. Can't wait for that. Both games are going to be intriguing. I'm going to be rooting my ass off for the Detroit Lions. Yep. As a Giants fan, I don't have a love, lot of love loss for the San Francisco 49ers. We had some battles back in the day, you know, with Joe Montana and Lawrence Taylor and Phil Sims and Jerry Rice. I'm rooting for the Lions. This would be amazing for that city. And uh, Dr. Detroit, I know, is, is ready to go. And... Uh, you and everybody else in America probably. Oh, don't. they're the new America's team. Yep. The Detroit Lions. There's no question about it. And, you know, I'm, I definitely am rooting for the Ravens to win. I wouldn't be upset if the Chiefs won because I love Andy Reid and I love Mahomes. And, you know, I like Kelsey. I used to love Kelsey. Now I like him. You know, he's, you know, he's, he's a little over, he's a little out there too much. He's a little overexposed, but, you know, I love what they're doing there. And, but I'm, I'm rooting for Lamar, man. I want to see Lamar get his team to a Super Bowl and, silence some of these idiot critics that that still you know talk bad about him i'm all right i'm i'm in a good mood today so i don't want to i don't want to how many more mvps does the guy got well you know well he hasn't done it in the playoffs he hasn't done it you know they keep they keep moving the goalposts that's what these so-called expert commentators do now they keep moving the goalpost you know they did it with lebron it started with lebron you know, he wins a championship. Oh, well, he had to go and play with two other superstars to win his first. Blah, 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 blah. Jordan. Who did Jordan play with? Scottie Pippen, Hall of Famer. Dennis Rodman, Hall of Famer. Phil Jackson, maybe the greatest coach in NBA history. 
Just saying. Yeah, let's hold Mr. Regular Season Joel Embiid to a stand exactly. here. Uh, that's something Case we can point. talk about later. That's great. He had 70 points. But, you know, as Stugatz says from the Dan Levitard show, do it in the playoffs. Yeah. All right. Brian Callahan getting set to uh, be formally introduced today by the Tennessee Titans as their new head coach. A 1 p.m. press conference over at Ascension St. Thomas Sports Park. Earlier this week, we spoke with the voice of the Cincinnati Bengals. Dan Horde knows Brian Callahan very well. In case you missed it, check it out. Anyway, and, and Dan, thank you for John's career. Yeah, Dan Horde, the longtime play by play voice of the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, helped me start my career in Syracuse back in the early to mid 90s. Dan, good morning. Thanks for joining us, buddy. Good morning to you guys. I am very proud to have played a small role in John Burton's rise to media stardom <laughs> checks in the mail my friend um brian callahan what do we need to know man i think it's a great hire uh the bengals will be very sad to lose him brian callahan is a great person first and foremost so you're going to love dealing with him i think he is an extremely bright offensive mind who had a lot to do with joe burrow's uh, success right off the bat in cincinnati uh, obviously, anytime you've never been a head coach, there are always question marks. When Zach Taylor came to Cincinnati, they started 0-11. Hmm. So it might not great, go great right off the bat. There's always an adjustment period. Uh, but I, I think of this cycle of coaches, if you can't get Harbaugh, uh, I would have taken Brian Callahan as my second choice. Well, thank God it's not Harbaugh. Yeah, I'll just tell you yeah, that, right? no, yeah. he'd, he'd be fun. No, he'd be fun it, to cover. Good, you have good luck. Over yeah, there. can you imagine him and Kaharski? Oh my gosh. Um, the fact that I think a lot of fans here in Tennessee, Dan, are, are, are happy that, uh, you know, the Titans went with an offensive minded coach. Obviously they have a young quarterback that they need to develop in Will Levis. What is yep. it? What does he bring from an offensive standpoint that, that makes him stand out? Well, he's been in a lot of systems, so he can do a little bit of everything. If you look at the Bengals offense in recent years, they've morphed depending on who they had under center at any given point. Just take a look at the team this year. Obviously, they expected to be a Super Bowl contender. Mm. Joe Burrow got hurt in the second day of training camp. At the beginning of the year, he couldn't move. He was a statue. You saw that in Tennessee when the Titans rolled over the Bengals. Then he got healthy. Then they were rolling. Then they lost him with a wrist injury, and Jake Browning has to step in. They significantly changed the offense overnight and kept rolling Mm. and stayed in playoff contention. Uh, they were still in the hunt for a playoff spot until the next uh, next to last game of the regular season. So at his core, I think Brian Callahan is a kind of a Sean McVay tree kind of offensive guy, pass first, run second, certainly different from what the Titans have been mm-hmm. uh, with the King in the backfield. But that's not to say they're going to necessarily fling it 60 times a game. I think he believes in balance. His dad is a longtime NFL offensive line coach. Uh, who loves the run game. So uh, Brian Callahan's approach is whatever the personnel dictates, and I think that's what you need to be in the NFL these days. Well, and and the fact he's 39, but, I mean, his body of work placed him in this situation. And, you know, and and with that, it just sort of – and I think we all figure around here because, what, the Falcons were still in play, you know, and, and the Panthers were still in play. It was sort of a move to block. If you want this guy, you better get him because he's mm-hmm. not coming back. So, uh, but I just the body of work at all these different places is what I like the most. 
Yeah, he earned a Super Bowl ring with the Broncos when Peyton Manning was quarterback. He's worked with Derek Carr. He's worked with Matt Stafford, obviously Joe Burrow with the Bengals. So he's he's been in a lot of different systems. He's been with some tremendous Hall of Fame caliber quarterbacks. Uh, and like I said, he is a tremendous person. And when you say that, mm. people just kind of, you know, slough it off. Ah, who cares? It's a football coach. We don't really care about the guy. Well, the guy really matters. Uh, it's going to matter to those people in the locker room. Do they trust him? Do they want to play for him? I don't think that's going to be a question mark with Brian Callahan. I'd be surprised if there was anybody in the Bengals locker room that didn't like and trust him. Uh, like I said, we're really going to miss him in Cincinnati because he's such a good dude, very much like Zach Taylor. There's a reason why they were together for the last five years. They're very similar in their personality. I was going to say, they kind of seem like the same I, guy, Dan, you know? <laughs> yeah, very, very, very similar in their personalities. I wouldn't expect uh, Brian Callahan to have any, you know, lunatic tirades <laughs> on the sideline. He's not that kind of person, uh, kind of a mellow personality, but I'm sure behind closed doors, if he has to get after somebody, he can and he will. You know, I, I'm glad you brought that up. We're talking with Dan Horde, the longtime uh, play-by-play voice of the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, joining us here on the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. I'm glad you brought that up, Dan, because you, me, and Greg, we grew up, we watched Bill Parcells, we watched Mike Ditka, we watched, you know, Chuck Knoll and, you know, John Madden going crazy on the sidelines. I don't know if you agree or not. I think that is the most overrated thing right now is the coach ranting and raving on the sideline. Obviously, I'm a Giants fan. I saw Tom Coughlin do it. You know, I think that's the most overrated thing. I know fans want to see it because it makes them feel better that the coach is just as pissed off as they are if the team's not playing well. <laughs> but isn't that the most overblown thing in your mind? Yeah, that was a very good way of describing it. We still have that here. You know, Zach Taylor took the Bengals to a Super Bowl. He took them to the... Uh, back to the AFC Championship game the following year. But still, every time they lose, somebody will be on Twitter saying, right. why isn't he more animated on the sideline? Right. So people want that. Like you said, they want to see that their coach is as ticked off as they are. And they are, but they're trying to maintain their composure because they need their team to. Right. Uh, and then, like I said, behind closed doors, I'm sure the real anger comes out. But they don't want to show up their players. They don't want to lose their composure. And I think Brian Callahan definitely fits that description. You know, <laughs> Tom Landry and Vince Lombardi are two different. You know, you see right. one, you know, chewing nails and right. Landry stoic. Right. They were both. Bill Walsh never yeah, erupted on the yeah, sidelines. But 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 Landry and Lombardi were coordinators at the same time for the New York Giants. Yeah, yeah. Back in 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 the day, so I I, th I think you can. It's almost where the fit is at, at the time of where you are. I think every person that sometimes, yep. you know, a Jimmy Johnson works, yep. you know, yep. but, uh, with his, you know, Dan, oh, by the way, uh, you are, what you're on, you do, you know, Cincinnati Barricades game. You're on 700 WLW, right? Correct. Yes. The, the clear channel. Uh, I listen driving home. From Western Illinois in Macomb, Illinois to Nashville to do the TSU game up there. I got in my car at 6.30. I listened to the entire game on WLW. Oh, wow. That's the first time I've ever listened to a, a, a game that yeah. I don't, you know, just have casual interest in. And right. I li by the way, so I listened all the way, and I've heard your games on there too. But, I mean, I picked that Clear Channel thing up for four straight hours. Were you listening last night, or were you just talking no, about in general? No, Saturday, driving home, I, you guys Saturday. Had, you guys had picked up the Packers uh, and 49ers game uh, Saturday gotcha. night, and, and I listened to that. So to have that blowtorch, how are the Bearcats doing, by the way? 
Well, the reason why I asked is we played at Kansas last night, so I got my first ever look at Allen Field. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Right. I was looking, watching yeah. some of that game. I'm yeah. looking, yeah, I'm looking yeah. at your and you. Uh, I'm going to talk about something else, in a minute, but yeah, I'd been there maybe 20 years ago. What a neat experience! Oh my gosh, it totally lived up to the hype. So Augusta National, Fenway Park, <laughs> Lambeau Field, Wimbledon. Uh, Allen Fieldhouse is on that bucket list of places that I think any diehard sports fan would like to see at least once. Uh, from the day that Cincinnati was invited to join the Big 12, that game was what I was most looking forward to. And as I said, it completely lived up to the hype. Uh, my ears are still ringing. <laughs> it was so ridiculously loud. But, man, what a venue for a basketball game. It was tremendous. Cincinnati, unfortunately, wound up losing by five. But uh, it was a great night. Hmm. Uh, Dan, you know you know me. You've known me a long time. I always make it about me. What's Callahan <laughs> like to deal with? Hey, I found out yeah, later yeah, in yeah, life, yeah. Uh, Dan, quite frankly. At the end of the day, I always make it about me. What uh, What's Callahan uh, going to be like to deal with from a media perspective, you think? He's going to be great. So one of the good things about Zach Taylor and the Bengals media staff is that the coordinators meet with the Cincinnati media on a regular basis. Right. Typically every Wednesday, Brian Callahan would come in and sit down to the media and, and do a rather long session. Uh, and he was always great. I think the reporters really looked forward to it. He was also available for one-on-ones and uh, was very gracious with his time and, and with his content. So he's honest, maybe occasionally honest to a fault. There mm-hmm. were some times that he would say something, and I would be like, hmm, he probably <laughs> shouldn't have said that. That might ruffle some feathers, but that's good from a media perspective. Uh, I think it's probably one of the reasons why the Titans hired him. I think in his interviews he probably came across as a guy that's really going to uh, play well with the media, with the fan base, got a good sense of humor. Um, I I think he's going to be great where all of that is concerned. Let me ask you guys a question. Sure. How how much speculation is there, or do we know if his dad is going to be part of his staff? You know what? I was listening to uh, Cleveland Sports Talk Radio driving in this morning. Dan, I'm glad you asked that because there is some speculation that he could bring Bill over, and I don't think Stefanski and Jimmy Haslam would block him from making that move to go coach with his son. Do you? We could I use don't. him. Our offensive line is terrible. We could use him. So, as you know, John, I work with a former NFL offensive lineman. My color commentator is Dave Lapham, who played. Yeah, love Big Dave. And played in the USFL for two years. He's tremendous. Give him our best, please. He thinks thinks that Brian Cal, or Bill Callahan, rather, might be the best offensive line coach in the NFL. Mm -hmm. The job he's done in Cleveland is tremendous. He's been great wherever he's been. He coached some of those great Cowboys offensive lines back in the day. To me, offensive line coach is the fourth coordinator. I mean, we tend mm-hmm. to elevate offensive, defensive, and special teams coordinator to a plateau above all of the other assistant coaches. I don't agree with that. I think the offensive line coach is right there. If Bill Callahan comes with Brian Callahan, that is a huge uh, boost to his chances of having success because I think Bill Callahan would build tremendous offensive lines in Tennessee. So I would be keeping a very close eye on that. And I'll be honest, as a Bengals broadcaster and Bengals fan, mm-hmm. we're really hoping that happens. <laughs> I, like to get Bill <laughs> I want Bill Callahan out of the AFC North. Yeah. I'm sick of having you know Nick Chubb run for 150 yards <laughs> every time these two teams play. Yep. Uh, not that Nick Chubb isn't going to be great, whatever, no, no matter who's in front of him. But yep. 
Bill Callahan's a big reason why the Browns have had such great running attacks. And if Bill is part of the package, uh, that really adds to Brian Callahan's appeal. Wow. Hey, Dan, so a lot of times we're on the inside, you know, looking here and not out. Outwardly, you always like to get the opinion of people looking inward. What went through your mind when you heard that Mike Vrabel had been fired? You know, I'm a big Mike Vrabel guy, largely because of my friendship with Luke Fickle, the Wisconsin mm-hmm. coach mm-hmm. who used to be Cincinnati's head coach, as you probably know. Uh, he was Mike Vrabel's best man. They are super tight. So I always had some insight into Mike Vrabel from Luke Fickle and thought really highly of him. Uh, I don't hold the last couple of years against him as an NFL head coach. I'm a little bit surprised there hasn't been more smoke about him getting his next head NFL head coach. We were just job. talking about that. I would yep. have had him. Yeah, I would have had him very high on the list. Like I said, if I'm an owner and I can get Harbaugh, I'm pretty sure that Harbaugh is going to be a big winner because he always has been. So that would have been the number one guy for me, even though it comes with some t- uh, tension and anxiety and, and, you know, might have been a little bit difficult to work with at times. But sure. so what? You want to win, and he's going to win. After that, Brian Callahan, Mike Rabel, I mean, t- those two guys, to me, would be very attractive candidates. So, you know, I, I can't say that I was stunned that he was let go, only because it's the NFL, and are you ever stunned mm-hmm. when a guy has a couple of subpar years, but... I think he's a great head coach. Dan Horde, voice of the uh, Cincinnati Bengals, talking with Greg and me a couple of days ago about the Tennessee Titans hiring Brian Callahan to be their new head coach, the offensive coordinator of the Bengals, now uh, coming here to Tennessee. He's here, and he will uh, be introduced formally later this afternoon at 1 p.m. We'll take a break, come back. The hero, the champion, Chris Sanders will join us. And now, J.B. Roofing is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by J.B. Roofing, serving the area for 20 years. For all your residential roofing needs, give the pros a call today at 629-246-7693. 629-246-7693. That's J.B. Roofing, going the extra mile for safety. They're professionals who care. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzi, Rizm Kism of Rizza, a prescription-only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzi, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzi is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to SkyRizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to SkyRizzy, there's nothing on my skin. And that means everything. your doctor today about Sky Rizzy, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZY to learn more. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first $100 
100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-649-0142. 800-649-0142. At Edwin Watts Golf Shops by Worldwide Golf, there's something that binds us all. The collective goal to transcend the ordinary. Introducing the Ping G430 Max 10K Driver. Straighter flies farther with Ping's most forgiving driver ever made, the Max 10K. Come in today and test drive Ping's newest driver at Edwin Watts Golf Shops. Visit us at your local Edwin Watts Golf Shops or shop us online at WorldwideGolf.com. Get there. This is the Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. We just start with Brable being fired. Mm-hmm. The, your initial reaction. Called it, felt it coming for weeks now, yes. if not months. Not surprised. That's, he, my, that's he, my reaction. I thought he got himself fired. How so? Just by being Mike Brable. Yeah. I think if he really, really wanted to be the coach here, he would be. I agree with you 100%. Greg Bogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Call or text the Greg Bogan News Channel 5 John Burton Show at 615-844-5600. He is the champion, the hero. Former Titans wideout Chris Sanders joins us. Chris, uh, were you wearing your clothes backwards like Chris Cross back in the day? No, man. I was wearing skinny jeans back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> hey, first of all, okay, can I, can I just be honest with you? Man? I am so jealous of you right now. You know why? Me? Because you had the perfect voice of all time. Hey, this is uh, Chris Hunter from here. I mean, I love your vo- the voice. You got the best <laughs> voice in America. You know, we got Greg Poe, who sounds like Fleetwood Mac. So, I mean, all that. I, I mean, you, you got the best voice in America, man. Golly. Oh, I have not worthy. Fleet. Watch it, Judge Judy and Judge Joe Brown. They don't even come on no more. <laughs> I am, I'm not worthy of these compliments, but I'll take them from you, my it's friend. How voice, you doing man. today? I mean, you sound like Morgan Freeman. I mean, you sound just like Morgan Chris Freeman. Chris Sanders was a fleet wide receiver with hands like glue, size, speed. Oh, he could, that's awesome. He could beat and, you on a nine route and a hitch route. But unfortunately, Chris Sanders never tasted <laughs> ultimate football glory. Hey, I got to ask you about Harbaugh to start, man. As a, as a former Buckeye, are you happy to see him go? Because he's been kicking I, your butt the last three years, man, or did you want to, him to hang around so you could beat him once? Get the heck up out of here. <laughs> he's got to get up out of here. I mean, he's, he's too good. He's a great coach. You know what I love about him? I know he went to Michigan or that team up north. I can't say their whole name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the way he motivates Michigan. his players. Yeah. That, that, I mean, there's a, listen, listen, everybody talks about X and O's. Everybody talks about, you know, being a strength of man. Oh, that's, that's great and everything. Watch how those guys play for him. Look at his running back. Look at the offensive line. Look at when they're down in the game. Nobody's pointing fingers. When you have a situation like that to where everybody buys in and they believe in your head coach, that's a recipe for for success right there. Yeah. Yeah, no question about it. Listen, he's a weird guy, and I think he's kind of a sleazy, scuzzy guy, but he's a damn good football coach, right? He is, man. He looks like a truck driver. (laughs) 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 Have a black and mild in his mouth with a hat tucked down. (laughs) 
like Stallone, stuff. like like Sylvester Stallone in Over the Top, right? Oh, that, that's my yeah, quietest kid. That's my favorite movie when he turns that back and his arm wrestling. Oh, he's ready to go oh, when that hat movie. goes to the back. I, he's ready. Underrated Stallone movie, huh? That, Over the Top, that's the best one. That's the best one, <laughs> the movie of all. I mean, you know, because the reason why I, I love—I'm uh, not gonna get into it—but I, I love the movie because there's a, you know, he's trying to, you know, get back with his son. Yeah, you know, arm, it's it's a great movie, but it, but at the end of the day, I, it's pretty whack. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I mean, it's you know, the, the minute it comes on, you know how it's going to turn out. But it, oh, <laughs> yeah. So he's listen, a, he's got a, he's got on a tank top with a Kool Aid stain on it. I mean, hey yo, hey yo, I'm an arm wrestler now. You know, I'm not Rambo. I'm not Rocky. I'm an arm wrestler. You know, uh, <laughs> love, love Stallone. Shout out. Yes, sir. Um, I want to uh, ask you about Brian Callahan. Yeah. Obviously, he's going to get introduced uh, today. Yeah. Uh, as a former Titan, and obviously as a guy that's still a Titans fan, what do you want to hear from Brian Callahan today? You know, I, I love it, and, and the reason why I love the hire and what I want to hear from him is I want to hear his philosophy. I kind of know what his philosophy is a little bit, and here's one of his philosophies. He says this. He said, a team that wins passes the ball the best. So what does yep. that tell you? That the Tennessee Titans team this year is going to look totally different because I don't know if Derek Henry's going to be here or not, but look at what he brings to the table. Look at the quarterbacks that he, he coached back in the day. You know, Peyton Manning, you got uh, Stafford, you got, uh, you know, Joe Burrow, and I, and I love the way he develops quarterbacks. I'm going to give you a perfect example. When Joe Burrow got drafted in 2020, he threw for 2,600 yards, 13 touchdowns, and five interceptions. Year two, he threw for 4,634 touchdowns. Year three, he threw for 4,400 with 35 touchdowns. Why do I say that? Yeah. Because each year the quarterbacks are getting better. Now you got a situation with Will Levis. Will Levis had an okay year this year. Just imagine if he develops Will Levis, then all of a sudden you get some weapons around him, a good offensive line, and a strong defense. Uh-oh, the Tigers are back in town. Well, Chris, and we're talking with Chris Sanders. Chris, I agree with you. You know, Ron Jaworski said it years ago, and it's true. Points come out of the champ, uh, out of the passing game. Yeah. And I take it a step further. I believe championships come out of the passing game. And yeah. you know, listen. You know, I grew up in the '80s watching ball, and it was it was all about running game and the defense. This is a passing league now. You got to be able to oh, make big God. plays in the passing game. And Callahan did a great job developing Burrow. I mean, yep. heck, he went down, and Jake Browning came in, and they almost still made the playoffs. <laughs> I mean, it is a passing league. I mean, look at the formations that they're using. I Says mean, the former wide receiver. I know. <laughs> Who man, had to play in Jeff Fisher's offense. Man, <laughs> I'm so mad right now. I mean, I, I, I almost started to go run some routes in the front yard in the lane. I mean, see if I can run a comeback or a hitch route. This, because just imagine, just imagine when I play for the Tennessee Titans, I would get like maybe one or two attempts a game because the identity of our team was through Eddie Jones, which was great. And I'm a, I'm a team player. Right. But if you're a receiver in this league, you're going to get about nine attempts a game. And if you catch five of them, you're going to catch 90 balls a year. So, you know, it's just, if you just look at the formations now, it's a lot of empty, it's a lot of, you know, speed, sweet stuff like that because it gets the guys in the perimeter involved so, so much. So, you know, I know everybody's, you know, saying, oh, the running back does it and this and that. It all depends on what running back you have. Let me give you a perfect example. Mm-hmm. Look at the 49ers, yep. McCaffrey. McCaffrey can be a running back, he can be a wide receiver, he can do the speed sweep. That's what makes him so valuable because he can do so many things. You get a guy like Spears now. Oh, look yep. at Spears. Spears can play in the backfield. He can do the speed sweep. He can catch those screens, and he can be the same. I'm not saying he's like a McCaffrey, but he can be the, do the same things that he does. Chris Sanders is our guest, former Titans wide receiver. Well, not only that, we want to hear from Callahan today, Chris. What about Rand Carthon? You know, yeah. elevated now to executive vice president and general Love manager. It. It's you know, Miss Amy made it clear in her statement yesterday. 
he's in charge now. And listen, for better or for worse, we'll see how it turns out. I like the fact that she is basically saying this is Rand's show, not like what we had last year where it's kind of Rand's, it's kind of Rabel's. You know, because if I'm Rand, right, yep. I, I, I'm the general manager or I'm not. So, yep, is, that, I, right? I want to hear what he has to say today. And minds want to know. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if, if it works out, you know, we'll praise him. If not, we'll rip him a new one professionally, Absolutely. not personally. But it's his show now, and, he, you know, I, I'm I'm curious to hear what he has to say about his vision for this team going forward. How about you? You know, you ever play basketball? You ever play basketball? Oh, yeah. Okay, when you play basketball, you're, you're, you, the guy that's dribbling down the court, he always says his term, let me cook. What yep. does that mean? Let me do what I do best. So now you got a situation to Rand Carthon. Last, last year, he couldn't cook anything because he, he didn't have his ingredients. So now you got a situation to where he's like, okay, you put me in position. And basically what he's saying, let me cook. Let me put my thumbprint on this team to get it back to where, we, to, to where it needs to be. Look at where he went he was with the 49ers. He was around some great guys, you know, John Lynch on how to build a team. So now he's got a situation to where, you know, Amy Adams Strunk has given you the keys to the team to say, here, Here's the keys. You build the house. And when you have a situation to where a owner believes in you that says, here's the keys, you're going to build right because the owner believes in you. And I think it is outstanding, and I love it. Well, I just like the fact that now we we now know what the organizational flow chart is, right? We, I know. Because, listen, whether things go right or things go wrong, people have to be held accountable, especially yeah. the fans who pay good money to be you know to fill up those seats. Yeah, it, it, it was kind of like last year when you, y'all was asking, well, who's making a decision? It right. was like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> right. I asked both I guys. Chris, last year at the Combine, I asked both guys. <laughs> I, was, I asked Ray and I asked Mike. I said, who gets the final say? Who breaks the tie? And they're like, well, you know, we'll just we'll find out. We'll, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. My flag went up right there. I'm like, this ain't oh going to work. Gosh. Chris, it was so, I said it. I this you, ain't going to work. And I saw you at practice sometimes, you know, and I would watch, you know, their interaction. It was awkward. Yeah, it was really awesome. right? kind of like I I have to like you. you know, it's, <laughs> it was kind of like, like it, it was an arranged marriage. Like, it's kind of like my, my 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 wife that I just married on the 29th of December. She's beautiful, but just imagine me going. Yeah, to you're lucky man, dude. Just imagine I go to Whoopi Goldberg. I'm like, no. You're expecting Beyonce, and you get up to the altar, and it's Whoopi Goldberg. I know. I like you. I like you, but this is not going to work. I, this is not going to work. I love you, but this is not going to work. I, Faith, if you're listening, I love you. How can I count the ways? I love you. <laughs> okay. But but it's kind of like that. You got yeah. you got to like the person. And, and and I know I just got married. I'm being kind of funny. But yeah. I love the woman that I wake up with every day. And that's the same thing with Mike Vrabel and Ryan Carthon. They just tolerate each other. And I think that that's kind of what the case was. And, you know, they were going different directions. I respect both of them. Though. Yeah, I, a lot of respect for, 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 for both guys, both. for sure. Absolutely. All right, let's look ahead to the championship games. Oh, we got uh, we got oh. Chiefs-Ravens. I can't wait for that game. You know, uh, the Chiefs went into Buffalo and broke the Bills uh, fans' hearts again. Up. You know, so much for, uh, you know, Mahomes playing his first uh, playoff game on the road. Jeez, but, enough. you know, I, lo- I love the Chiefs, but... Man, I love Lamar. I want to see Lamar I win do. this game. I want to see him because he's such a polarizing guy. He yeah. reminds me, Chris, of a guy like an Allen Iverson or a Michael Vick. For whatever reasons, yep. Yep. people invent reasons not to like him. Or I, I tell you a quick story. I was in I was in Walgreens the other day talking to the manager. He's a friend of mine. We're we're chatting, talking about football. 
And this lady chimed in. She was online. She's like, well, I'm, I'm from Baltimore. I'm a Ravens fan. I was like, oh, I said, that's great. You know, you're having a good season. She said, yeah, they'd be a lot better if they got rid of that quarterback. I was like, what? Okay. okay. I said, you want to get rid of Lamar? She says, yes. I said, why? And she said, well, he's cocky. So listen, we, we know where, we know what the underlying thing with that is, but you know, you know, but so many people invent ways, you know, this guy changed his style of playing. You know, Todd, uh, who was, who's the OC? Is it Munkin? Todd Munkin came in, you know, changed the whole offense. He's sitting in the pocket and he can throw. So I'm rooting for Lamar this weekend. What what do you think about this Chiefs Ravens game? You know what I love about the whole situation is, I'm going to give you an example. I love to see people overcome adversity. And I'm going to tell you why. You remember when he was sitting in the draft room yep. and everybody was laughing at him and, they, yep. and the Raven jumped back and get him? Look at his body to me. He said, y'all, hey, y'all just, y'all just hang with me. I'm going to get you a championship. <laughs> and now look at where he has a chance to get it. Now, let me, give you, let me go back to, down the memory lane. Yeah. I remember when me and, me and Steve McNair came in in 1995. Everybody was talking about that Steve McNair was just an athletic quarterback. Right. Then, then he then he gets a chance. Then he gets a chance to start. Then he hurt his sternum. He's in the hospital. He he wants to retire. Then all of a sudden, he just keeps working. He keeps developing. The next thing you know, we go to the Super Bowl. And then later on down the road, he gets a co MVP. You love stories like that because you have a situation with Lamar Jackson to where everybody laughed at him. Everybody said he can't pass. They just were trying to make him to play receiver, even play center. I mean, even left guard. <laughs> All this stuff. middle linebacker, middle right. linebacker with a one box face mask with no mouth guard. In right, All, right. This play, this play, right. this play, but get, get, but he, listen. This is why I love this right here. Is when they tried to do that. This is what he said. He said, "I'm a quarterback. You're not changing me to a wide receiver. You're not changing me to a punter. <laughs> I am a freaking wide receiver. And now, I mean, not a wide receiver, a quarterback. quarterback. Yeah. Now he's in a position to where he's one game." from reaching his dreams, and I love stories like that because I can feel how he's been. I love it. I'm voting for them. I'm going to get a jersey. I don't even know where you can buy it. I'm going to Man, grab, me, grab me one. I'll Venmo you the money. I got you. <laughs> if I got it, you. If it's $100, you're on your own. If it's, like, <laughs> if, it's, if it's like $5, I got you. Come on, Chris. I, <laughs> man, the last time I, every time I see you, you smell like money. Uh, what <laughs> what <man>. about <laughs> hey, hey. And that's just that bad cologne, that old, old English with the with the metal top. No, it's no, it's high karate. Remember <laughs> <laughs> that Adidas come, that Adidas uh, smell like gasoline. Man. No, it's Brute it's by okay. Fabergé. Uh, no, you remember you remember Brute? I do remember Brute. I wore Brute as a preteen. You know, getting ready to go to the, you know, go out to the, you know, the teen non-alcoholic club. I had put my Brute on, bro. No, come on. Story. My parachute pants. Back. Oh no, you. I was a break dancer, you. bro. Cam, let me tell you a story. <laughs> is I was playing basketball, right? Yeah. And then later on that day, you know, I was going out to get my groove on. Mm. I just put the deodorant over my shirt. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> that brute was strong enough. It'll burn a hole through your shirt. I'm telling you, bro. Like, Ooh, you smell like brute. Mm. Like, man, it, like it would burn. Terrible. It would burn your skin, but it smelled good. The ladies loved it. Anyway, <laughs> what, what Lions 49ers in the NFC Championship game? I respect the 49ers to the fullest, and uh, yeah. Brock Purdy is a guy similar to Lamar, but yeah. I'm rooting my butt off for the Lions, man. I mean, I, come on. You know, is they, this is a this is the moment they've been waiting for for 60 years, Chris. 60, you know, and I agree with you, and you just love – the reason why I love the, the, uh, the Lions is I love their head coach. Yep. And let me, let me tell you why. Let me tell you why I love this head coach is because instead of guys, guys just buying in, anybody can buy in and say, oh, I'm, I'm with it. 
but he made everybody trust in. That's totally different. I'm going to tell you why. If you remember when they was on Hard Knocks yep. about a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. look at the running back that stands in the middle with tears in his eyes. Mm-hmm. Think, guys, let's just stay together. We can win. If we believe in each other, believe in our coach, we can, we can, we can overcome this stuff. That's a person not just buying in. That's a person trusting in the process. And now they're in position. They're one game away from going to the Super Bowl. Just imagine the Baltimore Ravens and the Detroit Lions. Who in the world would thunk that those teams would ever make it in that position? The, yeah, those teams I weren't on my bingo card at the start of the nah, year. <laughs> I know, man. I was going. I was. Uh, I, I thought who the, the, the who do I think it was going to be there? I don't know, but it was just it was just you love stories like that, and and, and when you go to the. Um, the Super Bowl, there's going to be so many storylines that if both of those teams make it, that it's going to be special. Chris, you're the best. Love you, man. Enjoy hey, Championship you too, Sunday, brother. man. Uh, always. Thank you, my friend. All right. There okay, he goes. <laughs> always great to talk to Chris Sanders, man. If you're in a bad mood, just give Chris Sanders a call if you have his number. He'll get you in a good mood. Uh, all right. We're wide open till the top of the hour when we get out of here. 615-844-5600. Nobody has called today. Patton, how about that? Change that. Next. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Hello, I'm Greg Pogue, and welcome to the Ha Valley Conference Basketball Weekly Spotlight presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office, a division of the Tennessee Department of Safety and Homeland Security. Drunk driving is the ultimate form of unsportsmanlike conduct. The Tennessee Highway Safety Office reminds you that fans don't let fans drive drunk. Moorhead State is now back on top of the league standings at 6-1 after a pair of victories last week. The Eagles are a half game ahead of Western Illinois, which had its first conference loss Saturday against Tennessee State. Moorhead State will host Western Illinois on Saturday and has won 15 straight home games, the sixth longest streak nationally. Southern Indiana's women improved to 7-0 in OVC play with wins over Little Rock and Moorhead State. The Screaming Eagles have won eight games in a row, dating back to non-conference play in December. Anna Dietz of Western Illinois made 17 of 18 free throws in overtime win Saturday over TSU. The 17 made free throws are the second most in a game nationally this season and just one behind the leader. Moorhead State's Riley Minix was named OVC Player and Newcomer of the Week with the Player Award being his third award this season. Most of any league player, Moorhead State's Eddie Rick III was named Top Freshman. Reagan McCowan of Western Illinois was named Women's Player and Freshman of the Week, the latter for the ninth time, while TSU's Sanaa St. Andre was top newcomer. For complete information on this year's OVC Basketball Championships presented by United Fidelity Bank, which will be March 6th through the 9th at the Ford Center in Evansville, visit ovcsports.com forward slash Evansville. This has been the OVC Basketball Weekly Spotlight presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office, a division of the Tennessee Department of Safety and Homeland Security. If you've been drinking, don't drive, and always remember that fans don't let fans drive drunk. I'm Greg Pogue, wishing everybody a great week of OVC basketball. You won't believe it until you OVC it. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. 
I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office, a division of the Tennessee Department of Safety and Homeland Security. Hi, I'm Test Director Rick from ServPro, the leader in cleaning, restoration, and construction. It's my job to make sure our pros are prepared for anything. Storm damage? Fixed. Flood damage? We're on it. Fire damage? Not anymore. Aliens? What? Aliens? We cleaned those sites a while ago. No matter the disaster, our pros will make it like it never even happened. Find out why ServPro is the number one choice for residential and commercial restoration projects, large and small. Visit ServPro.com today. It's a Bill King show. We created a rule decades ago on the show. Weddings, things of that nature during the playing portion do not get consideration. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Weddings are meant for the spring. They do not get consideration during the playing portion of the season. That's just the way we work it around here. That's the way we play it around here. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Greg Pogue and John Burton in the morning. Better shows all day. Nashville Sports Radio. Greg Pogue having voice issues this morning. Not able to join us. Hopefully he'll be back with us tomorrow because tomorrow, Patton, will be at Roy's Meat Service in East Nashville broadcasting live from 9 to 11. I'm really looking forward to that. I'm hoping to make it. I got, you know, I've Traveling tomorrow, I've got a lot. I'm the worst when it comes to traveling because I, I got to, everything's got to be just right for me to even head to the airport. But uh, one way or another, we will be broadcasting live from Roy's Meat Service in East Nashville. Looking forward to that. Shout out, Roy's. Thank you for all you do for us. For the first time, we go to the phones. Let's start with uh, RD in Kolioka. Good morning, RD. Good morning, my friend John Burton. Good show this morning. Really enjoy Thanks, it. man. We're having a good time. Listen, question. Yes. Earlier, that replay, it was uh, the topic of uh, coaches' sideline side, side demeanor. Yeah. Demeanor. Yep. And blah, and uh, Tom Wendy was ma- was mentioned. I'd all, see if you can tell me if this is true or not. Okay. I'd always heard, and this is when Landry was still coaching. Right. I did not see this interview, but once in an interview, he was asked to comment on his Sideline demeanor, my goodness. Demeanor, I got you. How's that sound? (laughs) Oh, you sounded good, man. Anyway, to to comment on it, how very seldom seems to change. And I always heard that he responded that uh, in the Second World War, he was a fighter pilot, and he was shot down in enemy waters in in the Pacific, and he floated there for a couple of days before being rescued. And he stated that after that, it's hard to get excited over a football game. <laughs> yeah, I only I, I only saw him really get animated once, R.D., on the sidelines. They were playing the uh, then-Washington Redskins in 1983, and I think they were going for it on a fourth down or something like that, and Landry wanted a timeout, and Danny White, I believe, was the quarterback. He never saw him, and they ran the play, and it got blown up, and Landry... Uh, was really animated on the sidelines. That's the only time I ever remember seeing him. But yeah, that's good perspective, right? Hey, you know, after what I've been through, yeah, you know, good. you know, a third and thirteen's no big deal, you know. No big deal. All right, brother. Once again, good show. And Greg, hope you get to feeling better. See Thanks, RD. We'll see you soon. 
All right, let's go right back to the phones. WH, we go from RD to WH. Good morning, WH. Good morning, John. How are you? Good, buddy. What's up? I haven't heard from you in a while. I know. It's been a while. Um, just been working and traveling for work. Um, did you ever make it to the Funky Griddle? Did I? No. Unfortunately, yeah, no. That was said. I think somebody had delivered for you one morning. Yeah. And you might try to go. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's that's that, that's on my list, man. You know, I, I yeah. love food, so. <laughs> um, couple. I've got a, a Syracuse question for you here in a, here in a minute. I've, I've got to travel up there, but real quick, did you say whether or not you will be attending the press conference today, and, and will you ask a question if you do go? I. I'm leaning towards going. I don't know if I'll ask anything today. I mean, it's I. I'm going. I'm going merely for the entertainment value because, like I said earlier, the 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 media suck ups that are going to try to curry favor and the confrontational people that are going to try to make a name for themselves. I just want to, you know, I'm like the Joker. I just want to see the world burn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love how you characterize that. You know, those of us who are not in the media, we can sort of identify with that because we have people in. High school, college, work, who who are like that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it totally resonates. Yeah, it makes total sense. And I probably, I don't know them personally, but I probably know of the people you're talking about. Yeah, but no hey, names, um, please. But yeah, well, I'll, t- I'll tell you this. Exactly. I do want to see, you know, yeah. I do want to see how he carries himself. I want to see, you know, if Amy actually will answer questions. I don't think she will. And I want to, you know, I want to hear from Rand too, now that he's been, you know, his position's been elevated, you know? I agree, and I, I think he needs to come across with. Um, I mean, I think in many ways the pressure is greater on him. I think he needs to come across with some presence and some gravitas that he, frankly, maybe has not hit the mark on yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, hopefully, he will now that he's been elevated to this position. He's clearly running the show over there now, so I like him. I mean, I'm pulling for him. Yeah, I'm, me too. I'm, uh, not overly critical, mm-hmm. um, and I think he was put in an awkward in an awkward position when when uh, Rabel left because I don't think he really knew what was up, and it wasn't his job to know. Exactly, I I agree with you on all counts, WH for sure. Hey, uh, I'm actually um, going to go to Syracuse. I've flown into there once when my daughter did a college tour up, you know, around all those colleges up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and but we flew in real late, drove right out of town, you know, into the over to like Hamilton, New York, and mm-hmm. New York, that, that whole area over there. Colgate. So I've not spent any time in the city, but I'm going to, to Springsteen actually there. Okay. And, uh, we could get better seats. Is it called JMA? The, the, the dome there. Yeah. Yeah. The old carrier or dome JMS, I think. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Got It'll it. always be um, the carrier dome to me. Exactly. <laughs> yep. For sure. Um, hey, wanted to get your. We'll have a whole afternoon to kick around town. Dinosaur and, barbecue, brother. All right. Even if, for those of us from the south who have had a lot of barbecue, you'll you'll love it. Dinosaur barbecue. Okay. Their smoked chicken is found, phenomenal. Yep. Awesome. And I found this little neighborhood restaurant called, I think, Riley's. Have you ever heard of that? Yes, I have. Yeah, very good. Very good. It's, it's good. Okay. Cool. And then any, if we have time to see any site, I mean, there may not be any site. I have no idea. Nah, there's really, <laughs> there's really not a whole lot, you know. You maybe just go get a beer. Yeah, go get it. Yeah, just go get a, you know, go on Varick Street or whatever and get. Nah, that's in Utica. My bad. Um, I forget the name of the the main street now, but it, you know, there's some good yeah. spots downtown where you can 
sit and have a brewski or some good Irish pubs, stuff like that. Very cool. All right. Uh, I thought of you when we, we got that book. I appreciate the insight. Thanks, WH. Got to roll, brother. See you soon, okay? See ya. All right. We'll take a break. Kevin in Mule Town will close us out next. And now, the fine folks at Nick's Construction and Remodeling are on the air reminding motorists to slow down on our roads. Keep an eye out for kids at play and never text and drive. It can wait. This message courtesy of Nick's Construction and Remodeling, serving the area with quality and pride. Call Nick's Construction and Remodeling today at 931-952-9587. 931-952-9587 for all your interior and exterior construction and remodeling needs. That's Nick's Construction and Remodeling. They do it all. Your brain is an amazing thing, but as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I like putting parlay bets together, hammering the overs, and anytime player touchdown bets always have me on the edge of my seat. So if you're ready to do the same, visit FanDuel.com slash win and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com slash win. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus in President Kentucky. First online real money wager only $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The traditional first year anniversary gift is paper. Yay! Envelopes. The traditional 10 year anniversary gift is tin or aluminum. Are there sardines in here? And the 20-year anniversary gift is the chance to win up to a million dollars. Now that's what I'm talking about. It's our anniversary, but we thought about what you'd want. The new 20th anniversary Jumbo Bucks Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Let me get your initial reaction. Mike Vrabel is fired as the coach of the Titans. Initial reaction is taking aback, uh, a little shock. What in the world was going on in that building that led to this decision? Amy Adams is absolutely fearless as an executive. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Welcome back live to the Strike and Spare Studios 
Call or text at 615-844-5600. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. What does Greg say? Uh, we're 88, close the gate, adios, play a kazoo, whatever it is. Well, last segment of the show, closing things out here. Who better to close out the show with than Kevin in Mule Town? Mule head! 88, out the gate, adios, kazoo. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> That's old, that's old Johnny Majors. Yeah. That's old Johnny Majors. So. Yeah. Yeah. How you doing, Kevin? Yeah, you, you, I'm doing great, brother. Good. You, you know you're my NBA guy. I always <laughs> like talking NBA. With yes. You. Can you believe that they blew Griffith out that quick at Milwaukee Bucks? You know, that that speaks of one thing. You know, he probably didn't wasn't getting along with, uh, with, with Giannis. It's a superstar league. They determine who stays and who goes. And, you know, you heard stuff about, yeah, they had a good record, but – you know they weren't. There was no accountability. They weren't playing any kind of defense. Look, Doc. You know has never seen a three-one lead in the playoffs that he didn't like the blow. But he will demand accountability from those players. And you've got two great players and Dame and 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 the Greek Freak. You know that hopefully they can he can convince those guys to hold the rest of the team more accountable. But yeah, but we saw that in 2016 when the Cavs won the title. They got rid of uh, Blatt and uh, brought Ty Lue in, and you know, they won the title. Yeah, well... He they have pretty much the same record situation. at the time, too. I think the Cavs were 30-11 yeah. and 11 when they fired David Blatt. And the best part was, you know, they interviewed LeBron, and he couldn't even keep a straight face. He's like, I had nothing to do with it. I'm, I'm, I'm just finding out like you guys did. <laughs> well, I mean, Doc is walking into a loaded roster i mean that is a good roster I it mean, really is yeah deep team i mean i love lopez i love portis mm-hmm. I mean, that's a that's a good team uh and beasley man he, that dude could play uh another thing uh underrated trade that i really liked i like rosier going to miami yeah from charlotte that well, dude can that 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 that'll be a good scene for him i think that that's a good pickup because lowry he didn't give you the points that rosier can right I'm actually hoping maybe that my Knicks can get Lowry. I think he'd be a nice addition to uh, to the Knicks roster. But you're right, and that's what the Heat do, right? I mean, that's what Riley does. They make those you know those strategic roster moves at just the right time, and it usually propels them to a lot of success. Yep. Well, hey, I hope you have a great. Uh, you're not working tomorrow. I hope you have a great weekend. And enjoyed your show today. Thanks, Muley. Appreciate it, buddy. Kevin in Muletown. We actually got along for once. No, I love Kevin. He's the best. He really is. He was sitting here not that long ago. Got to meet him face to face. He's a cool, dude, man. He's uh, he gets it. You know, he's a he's a chop breaker. What do you got going on today? Nothing much for me today. Got some uh, DCA on Friday. Um, got uh, coming home, John. I don't know if you know what coming home is. It's basically homecoming, but for the boys. So you know how homecoming the girls get voted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the classes, will Coming home, I don't know if anyone else does this, but DCA does it. Uh, the boys, it's their turn to shine. So, uh, well, like, what what's all involved in that? Well, it's like it's voting. Uh, oh, it's it's basically the boy version of homecoming. But you know what homecoming is? Well, sure. yeah, I know what homecoming is. I just yeah. So basically, just picture homecoming, but for boys. That's interesting. At okay. the halftime of the boys' game. Okay. All right. Well, that sounds sounds good to me. Yep. <laughs> Sounds really good. All right. Coming home. Not homecoming, but coming home. All right. Uh, we will be at Roy's Meat Service tomorrow in East Nashville. We'll wrap up the uh, Brian Callahan press conference, which comes your way at 1 o'clock. we got the McFarlands at 2. They welcome your phone calls, and they mean it. 
And uh, have a great day, everybody. We'll see you in some form tomorrow from Roy's Meat Service. Jim Rome is next.